Hey gang, welcome to the 15th episode of the Epilogue Gaming Podcast. From everyone at Epilogue, we hope you enjoyed your weekend. I'm Ben Vollmer, and this week, as always, I'm joined by Marcos Carmona and Dakota Trammell. Uh, Yo. Hey, how are you guys doing the, this week? I'm doing great. Yeah? I'm doing, Fantastic. Doing good. Doing good? I just got done with my uh, my spring break. I work at a university, so it's like the I, I still get to be sort of like a kid, you know? Uh, one 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 week out of the year, I went to Harry Potter World. That was good. So before you guys ask, because I know you love to ask me what I've been playing, um, oh, actually I really yeah. haven't played much of anything this week. I, we recorded a little late last week, so I guess that has something to do with it. But unless you count, a oh few yeah, hours of Fortnite of angry Fortnite, oh, some lovely Fortnite at two <laughs> in the morning. Um, then I really haven't played much. But Dakota, what have you been? What have you been up to? Honestly, I'm in I'm in the same boat. I haven't. I di- I said I didn't even play much last time, and I didn't play much this time again. You're just slacking. I get, I get home from work, and I just go right to bed, and I sleep all day. Then I wake up, and I'm like, shit. Tell Seven. tell work that I, as your other boss, demand that you bring the Nintendo Switch to work and play it the whole time. I wow. will definitely let my boss know. I'm sure she will not be happy with that. <laughs> uh, Marcos, what have you been playing? Oh, man. Uh, Nino Kuni 2 Revenant Kingdom. Oh. Ever heard of that game? I love, yes. I love how Marcos always picks us up. He, We're like, oh, yeah, I've played like one or two things. Marcos, here, let me list off this encyclopedia of games I've been playing. This I, okay, in reality, how, like how outside of Nino my Kuni, fighting though? game, I really want to go get it. beautiful. Oh, let me gush for a little bit. It is absolutely fantastical. Oh, adorable, beautiful. Oh, the gameplay is fantastic. The language in the game is one of the most wholesome ever, outside of like one F word. But yeah, it's great. <laughs> outside of one F word, that that seems odd. That's kind of like our podcast. <laughs> no, man. Like it, it happens in like the first five episodes of the story, I think, and it fits well. Don't worry about it. It's great. Okay. I really want to play Nino Kuni. It, yeah, so I, I got to. Um, demo oh, it at the GameStop Expo last oh, year, that's right. that's and I even got like a free uh, for demoing it. I got a, a a steel case for the game when it eventually comes out. Which, <sighs> I mean, it's out now, so I have a steel I'm case. Jealous. Yeah, that's neat. Um, Nino Kuni just has one of those art styles that I feel like is <clears throat> it has to be appreciated. Um, it feels super nostalgic to me because it reminds me of. And I think they even have like one of the animators from Studio Ghibli on yeah, their team. The first is. game was was by animators from Studio Ghibli, and this one is by an animator that has recently left Studio Ghibli. Is it Ghibli or Ghibli? Ghibli. I always called it Ghibli. Huh. Thought it was Ghibli. Anyway, yeah, I knew I knew <laughs> that animators. I know that animators had had crossed over. Um, yeah, that's really to exciting. Level five. Yeah, it, look, it looks really good. Um, well, I'm glad oh, you're man, enjoying that. Uh, Gorgeous. There's a lot oh. of stuff that, that came out this week. I guess if you include Nino Kuni, this is already, I mean, March is Yeah, it's is a stacked nuts. week. Yeah, Didn't so Far we, Cry come out too? Yeah, we had Nino Kuni. Well, Far Cry comes out tonight at midnight. So by the oh, time okay. people are listening to this, maybe, maybe they picked up Far Cry 5 and they're listening to the podcast while they're playing it. Uh, they, yeah, Far Cry 5 is coming out tonight at midnight. Last week, yeah, that one looks really fun. Yeah, it does. It got good reviews. Um, and I was going to talk a little bit about that, but 
Uh, Nino Cooney came out to great reviews, and then Sea of Thieves, unfortunately, did not come out to great reviews. I was very excited about Sea of Thieves. Um, I did buy it, so I'm I haven't sunk a whole lot of time into it. No pun intended, but I do plan. <laughs> I do. Uh, I do plan on on playing it a little more. It seems like it has a good a good sandbox for them to build off of. But for a sixty dollar game, I don't know that I can really defend that position. Hey man, Game Pass. Just, I have a Game Pass. Yeah, for ten. Sell a month. Game Pass to people. That's. It seems like that kind of game. So yeah. I don't know. That still doesn't necessarily justify that they're charging sixty. A way out happens but... this week now. Oh, a way out too. Yeah, yeah. and that yeah. that got pretty good reviews. That was the Joseph Ferris game. He did the yeah. uh, Brothers Tale of Two Sons, which we've covered a lot at Epilogue. So um, I'm excited for that. I don't know how I, that one. I forgot about that one. Um, but yeah, it got pretty good reviews, and and that's out too. So oh, wow, yeah, I'm almost left breathless. Um, that is a that is a lot of of big time games coming out in the span of seven days. I I think we're just gonna keep on going too. Like we have God of War. What is it like next week? Um, and no, then... sometime is soon. It's in April. Yeah, next, yeah. It's coming. I out. thought it was like April twenty second or something. Oh, like maybe that. it is. Something. I thought it was later or... April too, but I know it's soon. Maybe. Yeah, I think it. April, let me let me fact check myself real quick, but I'm pretty sure that April. But yeah, is God of War is coming soon. Too. Yeah, let's um, see. Um, God of War, yeah, April. No, 20th, so game, my mistake, though. my okay. mistake. That's still uh, a little ways off. Quantic Dreams game comes out soon too. I think it comes out like I guess not April, but May. What does but Quantic Dream up. has a new game? Yeah, it's um. Oh, They're it's the been on the news. Who did who did uh, or what did Quantum Quantum Dream do? I, it's slipping me right now. Um, Heavy Rain and Beyond oh, Two right. Souls. I don't know why I can't remember Detroit? the name of the game. Detroit is coming out. Yes, Detroit. Yeah, it's coming out in I think May fifth. Let me double oh, okay. check. So like a little uh, yeah, a little longer. Now. I haven't seen much coverage on that game recently. It got a ton of coverage at. It keeps was, getting. Was it? Little um, it was the it was PSX. I feel like where. Like trailers really? kept coming out of it, huh. and people weren't super thrilled with it. Yeah, they. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so I think they've kind of like quieted There's been down a lot a of. Bit. Uh, and PSX was just, oh. It was bad. Yeah. Yeah. They've been in the news a lot for one like controversy after another. Yeah, because David Cage is. The, I can't believe I didn't think of that. I guess I just associate those games with Cage and not the developers. Um, but yeah, Cage has been in the news for all kinds of terrible reasons lately. So we'll see. He he's the guy that was like, I can't be homophobic. I worked with Ellen Page. <laughs> right? oh, yeah. Yeah. So yikes. But um, is that real? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I uh, I can, can fact check, believe but, it is. Yeah. That's terrible. Yeah. I can buy it. Um. So yeah, that that's pretty terrible. But anyway, it's good. All of them pretty well reviewed. <laughs> Even Sea of Thieves, I would say, got mixed reviews. It wasn't, you know. Most reviewers were kind of like, yeah, this is probably going to be a really good game in a year, but it's just not there now. And I don't, I'm not one of those people who likes to harp a lot on the price. Like, listen, guys, anybody who listens to this, if you don't like the $60 price, just don't buy it. You know, it's just, just don't buy it. Wait until the game is worth it, I guess. Because um, hopefully it will be at some point. And the servers are such that it's not like you need to hop right in. I think it's 16 people maximum right now. I don't know if it's ever going to increase. So it's not like there will ever be less than 16 people playing this game. I mean, it's still a rare Microsoft I exclusive. So. 
um you know wait give it some time pick it up when you're ready or do the the game pass you can do like a 14 day trial or something i don't know oh man game pass is worth it but (laughs) yeah so i i think Uh, that's explosion man alone uh, worth it it's it's, explosion man is on is on game explosion man and miss explosion man are on game pass and they are fantastic titles that nobody talks about yeah i know you brought it up the other week but i still don't really yeah they are it's a 360 exclusive man it's great i miss the 360 exclusives these xbox (laughs) one ones have been not good um but anyway, so we're, we're moving to our, our new sort of format, and we're going to test this out. Instead of covering the news, a lot of people seem to listen to podcasts a week or two afterwards, in which you've already probably heard everything. Um, so instead, what we're going to do is this week, we each picked out an interesting news story that we wanted to talk about, um, and we would focus on that. So Dakota, I thought you could go first. If you have your news story all picked out. Um, it, and now this could be a range of anything from it's exciting, it's funny, it's terrible and tragic or whatever. Just anything that is interesting or enticing to you uh, that works. We all, I, I think all three of us have one picked out. So Dakota, you can kick things off for us. Uh, well, mine, I feel like it's, it's kind of exciting. Um, okay. uh, my hometown of Las Vegas Ooh. is getting an esports arena. Oh, that is cool. I like that. And, uh, nice. and one of the casinos. And I think it's already open. This article didn't mention when it opened. It makes it yeah, sound it like it's already open. Like last, last week. What's the first um, event going to be? Do you know? It already have... had an event. Oh, it did. Yeah, I watched it. Live streamed it. It what was, was great. It? Oh. It, well, I only watched the FGC portion because there was an exhibition between the top two Dragon Ball Fighters players. One being the American Sonic Fox, who is, uh, he's really big in the NRS games, like Injustice and uh, Mortal Kombat. Okay. And then another one being uh, Goichi from Japan, who's big in just anime fighters like uh, Blaze Blue, Guilty Gear, Melty Got Blood, it. that kind of stuff. Cool. So it was how the big, first to 10. Oh, uh, it was great. It, who, who ended up winning? Uh, Goichi, the Japan. I mean, J- Japan wins the anime games, man. They make them. Come on. Do you think they have some sort of like hidden secret on how to play the game because they make it? <laughs> I think one thing that was said is that like Goichi had OS techs, which is uh, for people that don't know what OSs are, are option selects that trick the game into doing what you want it to do on the right time. That that like we didn't, it's not cheating because it's tournament legal. If you can do it in game, then by all means, you're good. And uh, Goichi had those texts, which Sonic Fox was not aware of. And uh, that's what we, uh, that, that led to the, it was a close match. That was a 10 to 7, Ooh. which is close for America. <laughs> Holly's just a few points behind. Go America. <laughs> um, yes, so Dakota, how many, how many uh, people does this thing sit? I know that like in Japan um, there's, or maybe it's China. I can't remember. Has like a 100,000 person arena. I doubt it's that big, but. What is Japan, man? It, it, uh, it's in the Luxor Casino, and they actually replaced one of their nightclubs. Ooh, interesting. With it. They, they decided that they thought it was more a lucrative market to like explore was an sure. eSports arena, which yeah. is super interesting. That's cool. But it says that the stage is like uh, customizable, so to say, mm-hmm. where they can make it bigger or smaller to fit the event. If they're having a big event, they can make the, the stage bigger. Perfect um to fit that so 
the amount of crowd space can also adjust. Fluctuate a little bit, yeah. Yeah, I assume it has to be a pretty decent amount of people if it was a former nightclub on the Strip, so. Right. Cool. Yeah, that's and they have like a, good. It looked pretty big, yeah. They have like a retro game area, it says, and it, they want to appeal to like just casual gamers, but also they want to bring in a lot of hardcore fans, and they want it to be a, kind of like Viet, like if there's like a, a Nash, like if there's a Super Bowl of video games, they want it to be held there. Which makes um, sense because there's I don't think there are many other arenas in the United States like esports. I mean, we have a fair amount. Oh, for esports specifically, yeah, not. Of course, we have tons of arenas that are you know showcase these. Our yeah, but stuff. I, I don't yeah, know that we, we have specific ones. Whereas other countries have started to build. I mean, it's it's a very specific kind of thing. It's not like a basketball arena where you want 360 degree angles. Like you want. You, you cut off a room in half, right? Like, it's sort of half an oval, almost. That's how I've seen most of the ones in, like, Brazil and stuff. But I don't know. I, I, I don't know what the actual structural differences are. But I would imagine it's mostly everybody is facing the same direction rather than people, you know, a circular thing like other arenas. But anyway, that is interesting and exciting. I like yeah. that one, Dakota. And uh, they and it seems pretty inexpensive to like if you want to go because they do have options where you can like just go and play games um they have like retro games and like pcs set up uh i'm kind of curious to go now because like i want to see i want to see what this is about yeah but for 25 dollars you can get an all-day gaming pass which is very very cheap in vegas oh yeah for sure uh because they could have easily charged 50 bucks well uh Um, i not like sweat about Go it. take some pictures, charge it to the Epilogue Gaming account, and put them <laughs> on your on your Twitter. Can I? But, oh, can and I, I do think the it's... same thing for my hometown arcade. Does that work? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's also you can you don't have to be 21 to go, which is kind of a oh wow in Vegas a lot of places you have to be 21 to go anywhere. Okay. Um, because That's of alcohol, nice. like right. literally everywhere. If you're under 21, there's not much for you to do, but um, the article mentioned how a dad and his 20-year-old son went, which is kind of a big deal if you're under 21 and can go as well. Yeah, it's like the only thing you can do in Vegas now. All, <laughs> yeah. all of Vegas, uh, all of Vegas's population under 21 is going to become uh, video game fanatics now. Oh yeah. If yep. they aren't already. Right. I don't know if it's under 18 or not, but definitely it seems like it is available, open to people under the age of 21 at least, 18 and up. Cool. Well, Marcos, do you want to uh, share us your your news story this week? Yeah, man. I tilted between one or two of the stories, but I decided to briefly talk about my anger at the fact that the Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 remake <laughs> is not going to have multiplayer. Whoa. That is a, that is not... a really good story to pick. I This was a fascinating one to me. So I'm just going to go ahead and let you rant on this one for a, a minute or two. I, I don't have anything to add to this. Just go ahead and, and get angry about it. They were trying to like, yo, it's only going to be 25 bucks. Not like our previous Modern Warfare Remastered, which was $40, but it had <laughs> multiplayer. Thanks, Raven. But now nah, Modern Warfare 2, Not I don't think it's, they said it's not going to be developed by Raven. It's going to be developed by the same guys that did the PS3 and Xbox 360 version of Black Ops 3, which wasn't great. It wasn't great, not gonna lie, still bought it. Um, yeah, it's not. It's only gonna be campaign. The campaign that nobody cares about. 
We what? liked Modern Warfare 2 for Rust. Rust. We wanted to play that. We wanted this to have our riot shields out. Very odd. This is, this whole thing is very odd. I can't understand who is going. Who is the market here? Is it to just trick people? I have no idea, dude. This is. I, I don't. Nobody's being tricked. I mean, if somebody bought that thing or is going to buy it, because it's not even for sale yet. If somebody's going to go buy it thinking that it's going to have multiplayer, then they're getting screwed. Right. People play well, the campaign. I, my heart shattered when it when it was leaked, and the, at first it was I think IGN talked about, it, then Kotaku talked about it, and it just it was confirmed. There's no multiplayer in this thing, and there's no talk about adding multiplayer to it for another fifteen dollars or whatever to balance it towards the Modern Warfare pricing. So, uh, hmm. yeah, so, it pissed me off. Yeah, uh, understandably so. This would be like if Halo released a remaster, and it was like. Or Halo Two or something. <laughs> Master like, Chief Collection. But yeah, no, campaign. no, uh, no multiplayer for you guys. Like, what? What is oh, even man. the point? I mean, these games. No Forge. Oh, people. I mean, it, it's even worse than that. I would argue for Call I of see. Duty specifically. Like Halo, at yeah. least has some really memorable campaigns. I mean, I know some people are. Uh, you no, know, man, I agree with you. Halo, I love Halo. Yeah. Oh, so it was. They just, actually it's terrible. A, a little segue. They are releasing a new master chief driven story for halo what? i believe next month yeah that was announced a while ago uh, not in a video game form though right no 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 no. it's a book like they've written okay. books about the halo stories yeah, in general, yeah, yeah. like how they talked about the female soldier that was in the same like oh, what was her name halsey um experiment that created john master chief uh that was a, that was probably one of their biggest ones that they released because it like a whole another side of the plot but yeah they're making a new uh book which well, has also, really excited. this is this is sort of related they're also releasing a uh um goodness master chief collection update for the xbox one x that's you know that game was pretty much left broken it was oh yeah <laughs> i i still think it was one of the most ambitious projects i've ever seen in video games essentially putting five multi well four multi no now five because reach is in there too right or is it just odst Either oh way, dude is reach in there i think at least odst is i can't remember about reach dude, but at least i'm like one least, of the five people that love odst that's oh, a no, great I, story odst i think is the best campaign by far but it's five really? yeah i oh, think man. so i think so nice, and halo nice. 5 or halo master chief collection has five different games attached to it at least and all of them had their multiplayer components so i think honestly that was a game that you know people got upset that that it was never fixed but i was amazed that it worked at all like that was kind of a really <laughs> neat project yeah, and apparently that. they're they're going for the full band-aid and and fixing it with a patch and like early may oh. or something so i'll definitely oh, be playing dude. more of that this summer um i, I need mean, to pick I that up halo i yeah. love yeah, yeah yeah for sure we'll have to play that but um so i guess i'll go ahead and go on about my news story this week uh which was that ea is hiring for an open world star wars game oh boy and, yeah i don't know how to feel about this on on you know, so they <laughs> recently just canceled that single player, the visceral single player game. Yeah. Um, and so I think the initial instinct was, okay, they're going to do some sort of Destiny-like open world. I, is, Destiny's not even really considered open world, but like a Destiny-like 
no i feel you where you Um, like can visit the different planets and go to that yeah and i think i can understand how that would be compelling what i didn't understand was that ea also had anthem coming out not too far after this was written well wait anthem is what 2018 early 2019 I think it got delayed to 2019. I okay, believe we so, talked about that. So these point. games yeah. would theoretically line up. I mean, I, I would yeah. think at this point, the Star Wars game is going to be a little behind. But all the same, it felt weird that they would try and replicate that Destiny experience when that already seems to be Anthem's thing. So mm-hmm. I was relieved to see that it wasn't that that they're hiring for. But also, what open world game has EA ever made that was any good? Like, literally ever. Sims. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sims 3. Sims 3 was kind of I, was, I wasn't going to say that. Does, uh, <laughs> does Dragon Age count? I never really played and a Dragon what, Age game. What good Dragon Age game did they ever make? Uh, wasn't Origins good? Like I said, Origins I never played any of them. Origins was, I think, just Bioware, wasn't it? Or was, was it, it just EA? Bioware? I don't know if they had... I thought all, I saw a little had... EA circle on it. Uh, maybe, maybe. Oh, I see. I hear Dakota's fact checking. You're <laughs> <laughs> um, looking at more Luigi picks. Yeah, that could um, be published by Electronic Arts. Ah, shit. Okay, Marcos, <laughs> Marcos wins this one. <laughs> also, I was gonna say it, the, the fifth Harry Potter. I went to Harry Potter World uh, this this last weekend. They also published Mass Effect too. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know if Mass Effect is open world. I guess it is. I don't know. It's it's I weird. Th- okay, when I hear open world, I think of like Horizon Zero Dawn or Far Cry or Assassin's yeah, I feel Creed. you on that. You know what I mean? Not like these big RPGs that you can like planet hop. Like I get that's open world more literally, but I don't know. Or like Breath it, of the those Wild. Those do kind Breath of, of keep Wild, you like um like confined though. Whereas open worlds, you can peace out right. and go wherever the hell you want yes. as soon as you can sure. yeah yeah so i'm a little nervous about it i you know i I, br- I only bring this up because i'm a huge star wars nerd and i think that the way that ea has handled this i have i mean i've defended ea on this podcast but yeah i have and i you just have. i cannot i cannot stand the way that they've handled star wars so far they this has to be a win for them this has to be a win they are botching the biggest ip in in media they're botching it somehow you I, it's just frustrating and they ruined uh, what, mass what? effect and they ruined uh, mass effect okay okay let me defend Andromeda no, no they ruined oh, it they fine. ruined it I'm, <laughs> i don't i haven't even played Andromeda. they ruined it they literally ruined no, it there's no, no more I've, mass effect games no, coming no. out there's I, no, I, it's ruined I've, I've I've lent my disc of Mass Effect on drama to like four people, and at least three of them have said it's not that bad. It's so not, I think, but that's it's your it, turn. It's still ruined. It's no, still ruined. I, it's, it's your turn. No, 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 no. It's okay. It's it's like if they were to put a fifth face on Mount Rushmore. Oh, like man. let's no, let's say they put Bill Clinton's like face and they like mess up his nose how dare wait, you wait, wait how wait. no 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 i'm not gonna wait how dare you compare massive andromeda to somebody that cheated on his wife i think of this these two things as being perfectly in line with each other let me finish my wow. analogy 
fifth. So they put Bill Clinton's face up on Mount Rushmore, the fifth face on Mount Rushmore, but they they mess up his nose and it's broken now. And you're like, well, it looks okay. You know, Bill Clinton's face looks okay. They just ruined all of Mount Rushmore. They just ruined all of it. Yeah, his face was okay, but the other four were, they were perfect. And now it's ruined. You've ruined the perfection. Mass Effect is ruined. You know, the, the, the problem is that you can, you can picture that image of a Bill Clinton-esque Mount Rushmore, <laughs> but you can't, you don't understand, you haven't, t- you haven't experienced Mass Effect on Dramedy yet. You need to go out and enjoy that eh, 20-hour game. But what I'm saying is, okay, if, okay, let, let me put it this way. Let me put it this way. They add Bill Clinton's face to Mount Rushmore. God, right? what, what's wait, the... wait, wait. So oh. we all assume they, they, <laughs> they add a fifth face to Mount Rushmore in Bill Clinton, and people don't like it, right? Or they think, hey, that's just okay. Do you think they'll ever add a sixth face to Mount Rushmore? Uh, I feel like they might. Uh, I feel what? like North Dakota's desperate for some money. So if, if they already know that they screwed up with Bill Clinton, why not try and rectify it with a Barack Obama? Yeah, I'm just saying say, that Obama. Like, sometimes people don't give up, Ben. Okay? This, there are dreams. This was inspiring for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's move on. Holy shit. No, that, that we found out that Bill Clinton is your muse. I know. Right. I'm not. Bill Clinton is not my muse. He was more yeah. there to serve as an example for my analogy. Mm-hmm. All right, let's let's just let's just move on. Let's move on. Okay. Uh, my so that actually is going to do it for our news segment. <laughs> if you're still yeah, with yeah. us, <laughs> if you're I'm still, just... if you're still, we with have to us. end it on that. I'm one, not huh? even with. I'm not even with it anymore. <laughs> we, are, it. Uh, we are. We are doing our. Weeks. We're doing our conspiracy theory episode today. Uh, oh my God, this this episode's a mess. It, it is a mess, and it's only about to get worse. We're going to go from Mount Rushmore to conspiracies. We actually have... I feel like that's the only turn it could have taken. Yes. <laughs> this is actually going to be a two-parter, so we'll be doing our first part this week and our second part next week. Uh, and so we'll get to that in just a second, so thank you for listening. Stay tuned for this little break, and when we come back, our favorite video game conspiracies. This episode of the Epilogue Gaming Podcast is brought to you by our Patreon members. If you'd like to subscribe, you can do so for as little as $1 a month. A special shout out to our Platinum and Midnight tier members of February, including Matt Buchanan, Finks the Dragon Slayer, Blister Agent, Bright Wolves, and Draft Josh, who urges you to check out the Epilogue After Dark Podcast later this month. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, we're going to be talking about our favorite video game conspiracies this week i guess we should probably mention a few of the smaller more popular ones first just to give you an idea for what kind of things we're talking about here um so while we're on break dakota was talking about the madden curse Uh, i'm sure you guys have heard of it but just in case dakota tell us a little bit about what the madden curse is so the madden curse is uh we know the game uh probably like the most popular sports game madden at least in america Uh, yeah for sure yeah um, they always have on their front cover, uh, it always used to be like a very prominent, um, football star. I it's, don't know nothing it, about yeah, sports. It still so. is. Yeah, it still is. Um, and every time after, 
they uh, they featured the star on their cover since like first being made. Um, they would always suffer from uh, an injury that wouldn't let them play for the season, right? Or would remove them from that season of the game. Mm-hmm. So eventually, it became known as the Madden Curse. If you ever appear on a cover of a Madden video game, uh, you're not going to have a good season. You're going to get injured. Right. Yeah, and this has actually continued. Some people argued that this year it didn't happen. And people were like, wow, because Tom, so Tom Brady was on the cover of Madden 2018. And then shortly, shortly after uh, the, let's see, what was it? The, the AFC championship game, he would, his, he, there was a huge cut in his hand and nobody even knows where he got it from. Like a huge gash right in the middle <laughs> of his hand. <clears throat> and I mean, it, even if- he wasn't practicing before the Super Bowl, he did end up playing. So I don't know if that counts, but. I mean, I feel like even if it doesn't count, they lost the Super Bowl, so that still sucks. Right. Yeah. <laughs> which is like, That's the which, <laughs> which they like just barely lost it too, didn't they? Yeah, they they broke Tom Brady's I mean, spirit at the very least. Yeah. Yeah. So they crushed him. They he, also he destroyed wanted, their he own hometown. But, uh... So I'm just I'm just gonna go through this really quickly because I do think this is there there is a substantial um, proof to this one. So. Rob Gronkowski, who was on the cover the, the year before, uh, he in I think it was what twenty the twenty seventeen. No, was this the twenty seventeen season? Yeah, no, so, this one was twenty seventeen, so it was twenty sixteen. Yeah, so twenty sixteen season. Um, Gronkowski missed several games uh, over the course of the season, and he did not play in the Super Bowl last year when they won. So uh, definitely counts. Let's see. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr., who was on the cover oh. of 2016, did not uh, did not get hurt in during the 2015 season. But in 2016, he I think tore his ACL two games into the season, out for Ooh. the rest of the year. Um, the only one that I can really see is Richard Sher- Sherman, who in 2015 uh, didn't have any. He I think missed like one or two games. Um and and that was it. Uh, Madden twenty five, which was like what what was that? Was that like Madden fourteen or something? I for some reason they named it differently. Uh, Adrian Pearson, uh, Peterson, heck him. Adrian Peterson. Sorry, the cold. I'm still with my cold. I know who all of these people are. No, it's fine. Um, the he was he was out for the season his year. Um, and then I think that was the same year he swagged on the Cowboys. It Pretty was. sure that was the same season. Yeah, that tit. Uh, <laughs> uh, and I'm I'm trying to remember that what which ones were the absolute worst. Um, there there's just a, like an example of it almost every single year. At the very least, they miss a couple of games, which isn't unusual. But at the worst, they just like they die or some shit like (laughs) and i don't know that that's actually true the worst one may have been i don't know if you remember this one marcos but vince mcmahon uh who are vince mcmahon god yeah yeah i do i love wwe (laughs) (laughs) vince young from the titans uh after he was named rookie of the year goes on uh on the cover of madden and basically ruins his entire career that year like this doesn't happen in sports. I mean, think about like LeBron James in basketball, like how good LeBron James was, how good Kobe Bryant was. For some reason, if you are on the cover of Madden, you are going to suck for the rest of your life. If you don't suck, then at the very <laughs> least, you're going to like break your hand in, in some horrific kinds of ways. So 
Uh, this oh, goes literally all the way back there. So I'm I'm following this. There is one year, the Richard Sherman year, where the curse did not strike. That is unbelievable. Unbelievable. You can find injuries every single year, and even in the Richard Sherman year, he missed a couple of he missed a couple of games. So that is just some um, bad juju, man. Um, yeah. So the the first one was in Madden 1999, where Garrison Hurst uh, broke his broke his ankle, sending the bone like through the skin, and um, he his foot literally died. He could not use his foot after that. And so that was the beginning of the Madden curse. And literally just every season, something like that. It's very weird. Anyway, that's probably we bring that up because that's probably the most famous. That's probably the most famous of the bunch. Um, are there any others that are just worth bringing up quickly, Dakota or Marcos? Um, I was going to say, because I was, I was just looking through, like seeing if I could find any more conspiracies as a last minute thing. Mm-hmm. And I found this one. Uh, <laughs> it's EA. Let, let's see. What's their header? EA rigged the Super Bowl to promote Rats yeah, Madden 15. I saw this. I saw this. <laughs> okay, so I actually I did research into this. And that fits in one. with what you just talked about. So. Yeah. So this is weird. This is the 2017 Super Bowl. Uh, Madden 2015. No, it shouldn't be 2015. Unless it was. T- back in 2015. Oh my God. So then it happened again. Okay, just fact check oh, me on this one. Fact check okay. me on this one. But <laughs> I in twenty in twenty sixteen, or I guess the this particular Super Bowl was twenty seventeen. Uh, the Patriots faced the Falcons, and EA. Do you did, mean twenty eighteen? No, this was twenty seventeen. So last okay. year, the Patriots have been in the Super Bowl two years in a row. And okay. So uh, in that during that season, EA uh, simulated the game as they do every year and the outcome was 28 to uh to 24 patriots with the patriots overcoming a 24 to 14 deficit now this exact thing went on to happen in miraculous form in the super bowl uh just a year ago so literally the exact way the the man game played out played out the super bowl played out um both in like totally flukish ways i think i if for anybody who follows sports they were 538 had their percentage of winning at less than one percent uh had the had the patriots at less than one percent and they end up winning 28 24 so it was just totally bizarre but weird that it happened in 2015 too oh man yeah the the um the plot thickens i suppose yeah because i remember the 2015 one and i remember being like oh no <gasps> ea <laughs> You know, honestly, I think EA is part of the Illuminati. Yeah, let, let's just go ahead. No. Let's go ahead and say that EA is the worst offender here. Maybe EA is like there's something going on there, man. Yeah, there Illuminati. Is, I agree. I agree. Uh, okay, I had a little conspiracy. I don't even know if it counts as a conspiracy one, but I thought it did. It was the whole uh, Super Mario Brothers three is just a stage play. Sort yeah. Of thing. So this was this one's interesting. God, I did way more research than I thought. I guess. Uh, <laughs> this one's this one's really interesting. Miyazaki has said before that um it, wait you mean Miyamoto Miyamoto has said before that go. that he believes. So this is why it's not really a theory, but he's he's said before that he believes Mario and the crew to be sort of like stage actors. So literally, and this makes total sense because in the Mario universe and things like Mario Kart and stuff, why is everybody cheering? Why is everybody watching? It's because it's all just like a gigantic reality show. And oh, and everybody's just watching them. So this is That's kind. Of, 
This, yeah, it's kind of kind of true and kind of not uh, in the sense that Miyamoto has like confirmed them as actors, but people have sort of played it out into being its own thing. So I, it is sort of a conspiracy theory, but I I think. He's really more referencing Miyamoto's more referencing the way he like develops games rather than the characters themselves. But I don't know. I thought that I one see. was interesting. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> one of the there was a couple that I really like. All Ubisoft games are in the same Assassin's Creed universe. Um, and this this explains characters in like Far Cry having the weird, uh, you know, they can see behind walls. Why can they see behind walls? It's oh. not even explained, but why can they see behind yeah. walls? Just like in Assassin's Creed. Oh man, and they're in, all uh, assassins. In Watch Dogs, you can find people that work at the 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 place that makes the whatever the hell Abstergo. it is. Abstergo. Yeah, they, you can find Abstergo guys, and they're saying how like Adrian Pierce is like a descendant of the assassins. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. So that I could see them doing that. Sort of like you remember those Toy Story conspiracies, like the Pixar ones, where all of the universes oh. are connected. Well, well yeah, but that's confirmed. Three numbers, right? Right. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. So I think yeah. I think that's weird. It makes me sad. Ubisoft probably did this on purpose. They probably have these small little things on purpose. Like you know, it's a fun little way to connect everything. If not in a serious way. Plus, if not, a... then people are just talking about their games, and it's free advertisement. Right. Yeah, it's a it's a whether it's, a it's nothing game. or not. For sure. Um so this one was actually my favorite. I read a lot of Pokemon theory and this one was actually my favorite. That red accidentally kills blue's radicate oh! in Pokemon Red and Blue. Yes. Yeah, I like that one. one. Yeah, that one makes oh, so sad. much sense. That one makes it so does. much sense. It and does. The only thing that is used as evidence is like that that blue sort of turns into a more angry like grumpy kid but he's sort of like that the whole time so i didn't really i don't know well i There's... mean if i were if i were red if i were blue and i see that like my grandpa's all over this like the neighbor kid like what the hell gramps that right. i'm your i'm your grandson uh -huh. why, why why are you giving two shits about this kid what he ever do i'm your grandkid shouldn't you like love me more and even the whole game it's like that's just kind of like something and then he kills his radicate <laughs> Then he kills his Raticate, and that's where he's like, I'm God done. Damn you, <laughs> oh, man. He's like, Poor he, guy. He stole my grandpa from me. He doesn't even give two shits about me no more. <laughs> now you killed my Raticate? That's the final straw. And then, even, <laughs> even then, when he, he, because he, he was, what was it? Oh, elite. He was like the elite for the Elite Four, like, like the he champion. He was the champion, yeah. He was the champion, but no one gave a shit about him being the champion because. Five minutes into his reign, Red comes through that door and kicks his ass, and he's like, my grandpa? My Raticate? Now my championship? <laughs> no wonder we never hear from him again. Yeah. No, you hear from him again? He comes no, out you... in Sun and Moon. Really? Well, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know They're that. just trying well, to cover Red. Yeah, did you not see that? I, that guys, was like a I huge play, part of I didn't of the... play Sun and Moon. I played like less than Neither did I. Oh, I that was literally in their ads. Yeah. Like. That was literally in their trailer. You know, I think if you could look back to when we had Justin talk about Pokemon Sun and Moon and Ultra Sun and Moon, I think we mentioned the fact that Red and Blue come out. That's possible. I do remember us having some sort of weird... Yes, yes, I do remember that. Okay. 
Yeah, that for some reason totally left my brain, but yeah, cause it's that was like hmm. in their advertising trailers. That was something they revealed before the game even came out. Yeah, now I you get to battle previous champions and stuff, and they were like the two big boys. Okay, that's neat. Um, all right, well, let's go ahead and jump into our favorite theories. Um, I figure we'll let Marcos go first here. Marcos, tell us about your favorite video game conspiracy theory. I don't know if it's my favorite, but it's the one I found most interesting. Okay. Which was the whole uh, Squall is dead in Final Fantasy VIII. Spoilers, if uh, nobody's played Final Fantasy VIII. Squall Shut yours, Ben. I, I have not, but I'll, I'll listen. I'll be all right. No, nah, it's fine. It's it's a great game. But uh, at the end of disc one, um, who becomes Ultimicia, I believe, Idia, she straight up throws a ice icicle through Squall's chest, and he falls down into the abyss. And in disc two, he follows up with him waking up inside a prison. No, no wound, nothing. He has a little bit of amnesia and nobody that witnessed that whole attack ever speaks about it ever again. So why, what is, what is the theory here behind him still being alive? Because at the, the, whole, the whole thing is that everybody thinks that Disc two is him um, fulfilling what he wished would happen oh. when he was alive. Okay. Because at the very end, you get this really messed up, weird cutscene that happened. Yes. And Love it. you get zero, you get zero um, answers throughout the whole thing. And the, the tone of the game changes in disc two. Because at first, it's just a fantastical, you know, Final Fantasy little... RPG, and then in the second, it gets more twisted and all that kind of stuff. I think the biggest indication of these like video game conspiracy theories is like drastic tonal changes in the game. Like that, that in itself represents that maybe the developers were intending you to view it differently than just at face value, right? Yeah, Mm. but it's a really weird one, man. Like, there's nobody talks about it. Like, you finish the game and you get met with. A cutscene that only raises more questions and shows you literally you get it shows you a distorted face of Squall, or it's just hollow. Oh, that's spooky. Yeah, it's really messed up. I like I was looking into it and I rewatched it. I forgot how messed up it was. It was incredibly unsettling. My poor cat just (laughs) watched me when I was going. Oh, it was so weird. Interesting. Uh, yeah, that that sounds pretty good. I I think I buy I buy into that theory. Like I said, I, tone shifts is one of the things that I was looking out for, and it's actually in my uh, my theory. But I'll let Dakota go ahead and um, you know tell us about yours. Okay, mine is I like these ones that it's like these games killed this person. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so mine is the arcade game Berserk. I have no clue what it is because uh, it's not like a household name. Like well, to me, like I know Pac Man. Right. Space Invader. Yeah, I, I write about but, this one. Uh-huh. Go ahead. But um, after uh, some kid got the high score, which, to mention, his high score had 666 somewhere in it. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> Confirmed. This really Here we happened. Go. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, oh, the high score was 16,660. Okay. Um. And just moments after he got that high score uh, for the game, he had he was ni- he was nineteen. He had a heart attack and died, which oh. is for ni- 
you know, nine, yeah, kids, don't, hmm. kids don't have heart, like, people that young don't have heart attacks. You don't just have a heart attack and die at 19. That's ridiculous. Right. Or at least it happens very infrequently. Yeah, it's very rare. Then, well, the next year, um, I don't know if it's the same state, different state, whatever. Uh, another kid walks into an arcade um, and also breaks the Berserk High score. Uh, and uh, shortly after he broke that high score, he also suffered from a heart attack and died. Oof. Okay. Um, two, two heart attacks already? Yeah, and this is, you know, within like... A, like a year, a yearish. It seems yeah. worse than the Madden curse. Oh man! Um, <laughs> and so people are like, "Oh, Berserk's affiliated with Satan because the first kid's high score had six, six, six somewhere in it. <laughs> it's the devil's game. No one should ever play Berserk." And I mean, obviously, right. people people have had to have gotten high scores probably that didn't die of heart attacks. But I think no, that's not important to the story though. We don't yeah, like to hear yeah, that. Yeah. Oh yeah. The, <laughs> oh yeah. The two. Sure. The two high score winners died of heart attacks. If you play Berserk, you're gonna fucking die by the devil. <laughs> Nobody play that game. This is, <laughs> this, goes, this is more of a warning. This podcast is more of a warning for games not to play or not to be on the cover of. This is really this. We're helping you guys. We're helping our listeners try and survive. This here. is all for you. Yeah. <laughs> don't trust EA. <laughs> don't yeah. don't trust EA. Don't trust and EA. Don't, don't play Berserk. <laughs> Stay away from Bill Clinton. <laughs> well, that one we probably knew about. Especially if you're a secretary. <laughs> um, so this I, this one's mine. Uh, this is a big, distorted thing. Speaking of Mass Effect, oh my god. All right, oh no. So, <clears throat> so um, for those who don't follow this, let me just provide a little context here. Shepard, who is the protagonist oh. of Mass Effect 1 through 3... Uh, at <clears throat> through his uh through his narrative, his narrative arc is trying to disassociate himself from Reaper indoctrination, which essentially is Reapers taking out. Reapers are the big bads, the villains um in the story, and they're trying to take over humanity. And in doing, well, that's so, what you understand at the moment. Yeah. Yes. Um. And. In during all of this, the Reapers are trying to indoctrinate organic humans, so like organic human minds, into being their pawns, more or less. So there is there are even theories that the like the government, which never believe so during Mass Effect, uh Shepard is constantly trying to warn people about this impending invasion, right? Uh but yeah. the government never believes him. That's a big part of Mass Effect One, is that Nobody believes Shepard that this is a problem. Uh, so there's theories out there that the government was actually indoctrinated, which I think is also probably pretty reasonable. Um, but this one is is much more compelling, especially because, as people have noted, Bioware is ha, has been, up to this very point, master storytellers. I, I can't think of a game that Bioware produced that didn't have excellent writing. I mean, we're talking about KOTOR, the entire Mass Effect trilogy, Dragon Age Origins, um, the, it, the list goes on. Andromeda? For... Yeah, man. Well, that okay, let's clarify that Andromeda <laughs> was Bioware's B-team, which didn't exist before all of this. Uh, yeah, because it was consistent with people that mm. also worked on the first Microsoft. Uh, like, let's just, okay, whatever. <laughs> 
So the point being that at the end of Mass Effect 3, there was an ending that people were very much not happy with. And I presume, Dakota, Marcos, you've both heard of this. I know Marcos has played it through uh, yeah. himself. This was I've seen it. This was seen as being sort of an ending that, A, made no sense, had a tonal shift, just like we were talking about, and was shut sudden and didn't really make a whole lot of sense in context of the rest of the series. So, in, uh, you know, a, a, I'd say about a year later, people are sort of searching for answers as to what in the world happened. Well, at the end of Mass Effect 3, Shepard uh, sacrifices himself in the name of humanity to essentially destroy Reapers, correct, Marcos? Rest in peace, yeah. Right. Um, and so... Well, not destroy the, them, right? He, like, saves them for the moment? I think it probably depends on what ending you chose, because I'm pretty sure my ending was destroy any kind of connection between the Reapers and humans. But I don't... Yeah, but the, the man... I forget the the dude, the omniscient dude was like, you will be able to save your friend. You'll be able to save humanity, but it will only you're only prolonging the inevitable. I believe that was what that was a phrase that was said by him by the I'm elusive man. Sure. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Um. So. So yeah. So there. This is this is kind of happening, and then no matter what, I think Shepard has to sacrifice himself. Right? Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. Okay, so there's your context. So this particular conspiracy theory suggests that through the process of the game, Shepard is slowly being indoctrinated by the Reapers, which is a process that we actually know about. So I had heard about this a while ago, so I really I put it to the test uh, today by watching as many videos. There's a great essay that I'll, I'll link. Um, let me get the name of the person who wrote it. Uh, let's see. Um, Something Anderson, I can't remember. I'll, I'll make sure to link it. Uh, wrote a really long and oh goodness, it's a detailed essay. But so um, there are several moments throughout the game, and I, I thought this was the most pertinent one. There are little uh, animatronics that check for Reaper indoctrination, and sometimes mm, yeah. they sometimes they go rogue and they detect things that aren't there, or at least that's what the game would have us suggest. Um, and at one point, Shepard and his crew are having to go through a indoctrination check, and the uh, the alarm goes off saying that an indoctrination had take taken place uh, in one of the humans that was around the area. So we assume either a that the 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 mechanic is broken, or b that one of our party members has been indoctrinated, and that sort of sits in your head through the rest of the game. In all reality, at this point, it seems like it was actually Shepard who had already been indoctrinated or was, was in the process of being indoctrinated. Uh, so there are a couple of things that really point to this um, that I, I thought I should, the points I should make. One, there's a ton of hallucinations in Mass Effect 3. Oh, that, yeah. That don't really make a whole lot of sense. Um, they're all organic, too. They're, like, they're not the same art style, I guess, that no, the rest of yeah, the game is. It's like really hyper-realistic. Yes, it's very, very it's nice. odd, and it, they're not even really referenced by the game. Any nobody, no other characters in the game even like he doesn't speak of them, uh, and the characters around him don't seem to notice anything. So there's something odd going on in that play. Um, one of the other interesting things is that in, at the end of Mass Effect One, uh, the villain Saren promises Shepard safety from Sovereign Reapers if he's to join the Reapers. 
Um, and so that's just something that's sort of planted as an early seed, I guess. There is, uh, <clears throat> let's see, the, the ending um, where Shepard approaches the Harbinger, which is how he is uh, planning on destroying this, this communication tool between humans and, and Reapers to sacrifice himself. Um, he literally runs all the way up to it. It's almost like, imagine the Death Star, except Darth Vader picks up Luke and carries him all the way to the Death Star's weakness. And then just drops him off and says, like, have a good time. That's, that's essentially what happens at the end of Mass Effect, where Shepard and his crew are just running and there is nothing stopping them. And then all of a sudden there's a, a laser that, like, paralyzes Shepard. And uh, he is immediately brought to the thing's weakness. Like, literally, right to the thing's weakness. Um, so... We're, there, there's a lot of things that don't make sense, but the theory here is that when Shepard is brought to, uh, to this, this area, he's actually in the, process, the final process of indoctrinating himself. Uh, <clears throat> and the, the theory goes that he is in a sort of hallucination, just like he is in the rest of the game. And this is backed up by the fact that there are like shrubs and trees around that were not present on the harbinger just moments before so um people kind of have seen this as being like i think this is actually a theory that has become pretty credible over time but bioware hasn't confirmed it and i think that's the big reason for me why i'm not sure that i buy into it i love it as an ending i think it makes way more sense than the ending uh actually currently does as it stands but why wouldn't bioware just say like hey this awesome ass ending is actually what what we was intended, right? Um, well, they'll announce it. They'll speak about it when they announce Andromeda Two. There, all right. They're not going to ever announce Andromeda Two. Never say never. I'll bet never. you twenty dollars here. Never. All right. On top of our ten dollar, how many years yeah. do we have? Five. Dude, thirty. Thirty. Come on. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, so, sure. Five. Whatever. So I think I think long story short, this is a uh, like this would set up to be a massive twist where almost in the way that you would have to reevaluate the trilogy as an entirety uh, if you were to accept this theory as being true. Um, but it's very very conspiracy theory because there's Bioware has said nothing to point to this actually being the case. So I don't know. I I want it to be true just because, but. I at the same time I can't I can't confirm or deny uh that this is this is my uh that my favorite theory is also one that I consider to be true. So I Dakota, do you consider your berserker uh to be true? Yes. Yes. Every conspiracy theory is to a real conspiracist. Oh man. Is that how you say that? Conspiracist. Sure. Yeah. A real conspiracist believes no matter mm. no matter the cost. <laughs> Marcos, is yours true? Uh, unfortunately, the uh, developers for Final Fantasy VIII debunked it, okay. but uh, still my favorite. Yeah, still your favorite, but not true. Well, they're wrong. They don't know it like we do. So I think I, mean, I don't week, know how they debunked it, but yeah, that was the thing. Next week, what we're gonna do is we're gonna each craft our own fan theory. These were ones that we all got from other places. Um, we're gonna craft our own theories, and I think we can talk about more ones that um, that you know are true or not true so what i was gonna do was play a little game where we do like five to ten and you guys can tell me whether or not you think they're true 
Um, okay, so but we'll, if we're thinking like true conspiracists, they're all true. Yeah, well, I guess we'll see next. Always, week. We'll really no matter how crackpot they are. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna push it to the test and see. I suppose um, the government's the government's trying to watch us through secret arcade games. Berserkers trying to kill us. Our <gasps> webcams are recording us. Oh, they, Twinkie sigh. The, the government <laughs> is actually EA. You know, you know what's funny <laughs> is as 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 you were talking at some point, I I had my webcam facing towards me and I went and turned it around. <laughs> 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 uh, um, uh, that's really funny yeah <laughs> so there i would say there are probably hundreds of really great theories that are out there that we didn't get to um oh I'm, there's tons we lot, didn't talk so. about lavender town how oh, yeah, lavender, lavender town, town one was really kills weird. kids yeah maybe how, we'll talk about that next week uh we didn't talk about the world of warcraft they have like what two they have a few. They probably have more than they two. They have a really messed up one that I read about and I was not comfortable with. One of yeah. my favorite ones is that Ash, I know he's not a video game character, but that Ash remains ageless because he accidentally left an Everstone in his backpack. <laughs> 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 I thought that was pretty funny. That's um, funny. Yeah. That's and actually so, really so good. Ash, That's much better than the he's in a coma. Yeah, Ash, the theory. everlasting 10-year-old who also murders Pokemon. How? Um, yeah. Well, I know it's not red. Whatever. But no, um, no, 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 no. You're fine. You're fine. You're good. <laughs> you're okay, fine. So Whatever, we actually, man. we actually had a really good question. Marcos, just to, if you're keeping track, Marcos is still one up. Um, we yeah. had so this. We got it. I, I got this week. I made sure I, I got it. Last week, um, I, I forgot the name of the person who asked the question. This week is from Destin Four, and he actually wrote us he or she wrote us a really nice message. They. They uh, wrote us a really nice message. Hello, Ben, Marcus, and Dakota. I enjoy the podcast and listen weekly. I know you mentioned a conspiracy theory episode, so I wanted to (gasps) submit two questions that fit that theme. So these questions are a little bit different. I just want to warn you guys, they weren't multiple choice, which is I I thought was appropriate given the situation. Um, So I'll, I'll go ahead and ask Marcos first. According to a popular fan theory, where does Mew, the Pokemon, get its name from? Marcos, if you, I will deem it correct or not correct. You just have to be like sort of close. Mew. Where does the name come from? Yeah, where does the name come from? According to a popular fan theory. I don't know, like the Greek alphabet or something. Okay, Dakota. Um. Shit, I don't know this. Yeah, this one's tough. This one, they're both actually pretty tough. Which is, oh, I'm, man. I'm surprised you didn't come across it in all of your, like, conspiracy I feel theory. like this is something I might have seen, like, in the past. But, like, of course, when you think of it, you can't. Right. Um, I can't even, like, bullshit an answer because it's not... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Uh, it, get, it gets its, its name because it's cute like a cat. You like a cat. Okay, so I, this is really... I, I almost hate having to do oh, this, no. but I have to award Marcos a point here. This Really? <laughs> yeah, really. So th- I looked this up. Mew gets gets its name from the, uh, the Greek symbol Mu, M-U, which in statistics, of course, uh, means the population mean. I don't know if you guys ever have heard... I'm sure you have. The population mean means the average of all numbers being considered. Um, oh, 
So oh. Mew is is supposedly the average of all Pokemon. So Mew, uh, being M U, the Greek symbol, meaning the average. So I thought that was really cool. God, Sweet. we could have an whole a whole episode just on Pokemon oh, conspiracies. For sure. I know. In fact, I was, I want, as soon as you started talking about Mew, as soon as you started talking about Mew, I was like, damn. Yeah, there's so many cool Mew theories. So the um, only Mew theory that I'm aware of is the whole like shaped like a fetus sort of thing, or like how it's in a ball. That's the only thing I know referring to Mew regarding. Well, we'll we'll talk about Pokemon theory next week. We should like dedicate a whole segment to Pokemon theory. Yeah, because Pokemon probably has the most. Yeah, I I feel like probably does. There are some really good ones. Oh, yeah, we'll get to it next week. All right, so this is the next one. So Marcos is now up two points. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and do a ask you guys to do a fill in the blank. Now I need you both to message this privately. I can't have either of you say it out loud first. So I need you to message me privately. Also, I think my that is really creepy. Okay, so I have a closet, and I'm, like, in a studio apartment, and I have a closet in the top right of my apartment, and I'm pretty sure the door just opened ever so slightly, and I want to <laughs> die. <laughs> I want to die. Oh, no! <laughs> the government is in your closet! Uh, I, got a, I got a guard cat with me, so I'm going to Oh, fuck. I, di- I didn't tell you guys that I have a Berserker arcade game hidden in my closet. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have Polybus hiding in your closet too? Yeah, I have a copy of Mass Effect One and Two. <laughs> just oh man! In there. Um, okay, so I'm gonna need you guys to message me this privately just to ensure fairness here. Uh, so, according to a popular uh, according to a popular fan theory, Majora's Mask is about the blank stages of what? So fill in the blank, and then of course give me the answer as well. I'll give two points if you can get both blanks, by the way. So, the blank so it's two blanks. Blank. Majora's yeah, Mask me, is about I'm, the blank of blank. Yes, yes, exactly. So Majora's, Mac, <laughs> Majora's Mask is about the blank stages of what? So blank stages of blank. I need to uh, overlay this with some some Jeopardy music. I think I sent it to uh, Justin accidentally. No, no, no. You you sent me one. No, I just sent it to you, but I I was on the wrong person beforehand. Okay, yeah, I I got yours. All right. Do do do. I'm literally gonna find some some music. Okay, I sent okay. mine. So, yes, both of you were correct. I am really proud of both of you. So this is actually this is actually the five stages of grief. Um, and I, I read a lot about this one just because I, of the, the question that we got. So thanks again, Destin. Um, the, this Majora's Mask is about the five stages of grief. So, so uh, can either of you guys name any of the five stages of grief? Yes, bitch. Okay, go for it. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yes. Do not, I, I took a high school psychology class. I'm ready for anything. Okay. All right. Go for it. Go for it. Uh, depression. Yeah, that's denial. Uh huh. Um, bargaining. Mm-hmm. Acceptance is the last one. I'm missing the third or the fourth. I think the fourth. Oh shit! Did you say anger. Anger. That's bargaining? what it was. Anger. So there's denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. 
Uh, so there is a fan theory that suggests that there's actually five stages of the game um, that take place and that the mask is meant to represent these ver- through its various symbols. Uh, <clears throat> denial uh, obvious is the, probably the most obvious one, right? And Majora's Mask, everybody in the town is denying that a literal moon is just falling on top of their heads. And it's gonna yeah, they the world. They're, they're partying the night away. Right. Um, there's there's anger about the and this this is the the next stage, which is with the Deku King, um, uh, along with the king, every every Deku in the the um the kingdom is just kind of angrily thrashing about when when Link gets there. Of course, there's also the angry music, the you know the ba 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 that can get stuck in your head for like years um there is the bargaining in which um uh the darmani uh essentially is asking you to um to return his soul uh and then lulu who is the um you know the oh goodness the musicians do you guys remember the musicians the fish I've yeah not played the masks, so <laughs> Yeah, so that if you haven't played it, the there's musicians and one of them one of them is dead, right? We learn one of them is dead or is dying. I can't remember. There's a whole theory behind that too. Anyway, one of the characters just literally doesn't talk. Lulu, uh, and the idea is that it's her depression that is um, preventing her from speaking. And then, of course, there is acceptance, um, and this would be have to be the Stone Temple. Uh, and I don't know that there's really a good answer for this because I read through it and I didn't really buy into it. So I think this would be where the theory kind of falls short for me. Um, there's the light arrow and people kind of explain that as being like, oh, that's acceptance. He sees the light. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I buy that. The other ones I think are, are interesting, but, uh, I could probably do without the whole, the whole acceptance bit. So I think the acceptance of anything has to come on the player's end. Um, there's like an acceptance that you can't fix everything at the end of the game and you kind of just have to do it. So I, I don't know if that, if that fits, but I thought it was interesting nonetheless. So thanks again, Dustin, for the question. Oh, those were fun. That was fun. Yeah. And we, we managed to do it in a relatively timely manner. So, um, thank you guys for, for listening and thanks for joining Dakota. Where can people find you? Uh, and of course we'll be back with, with part two next week. So. Um, stay tuned for that. But Dakota, where can people find you on social media or what have you? Uh, on Twitter at the Empress and at Twitch.tv uh, at Spy Spygina. Cool. And Marcos. Marcos Carmona, Twitter uh, at Twinkie Pie. I'm the cute one. He's the cute one. I am yeah. at Benjamin, Debatable. Benjamin Plays. And, uh, of course, EpilogueGaming.com. Find us at EpilogueGaming.com. Subscribe to our Patreon for $1 a month. Um, we're going to be releasing, at the end of this month, we're going to be le- releasing, to all $1 members and above, we're going to be releasing a blooper episode, which at this point already consists of about 10 to 15 minutes worth of bloopers. And I haven't even gotten, uh, I think I'm up to episode 8. So we're about half the maracas there. are in there. Yeah, it, I'll have to include the maracas bit, or else I won't feel genuine um, about it. So definitely, if you're if you like the podcast, you'll you'll enjoy the bloopers. They're they're a good time. But um, thank you again for listening. We'll be back next week with conspiracy theories part two, and see you guys. Then. Oh boy. <laughs>
<laughs> Get your tinfoil hats ready, folks. Get them ready. Also, I got to go shut my closet door, so the podcast needs to end now. All right.